Welcome to this week's show. We have a very special session for you of a podcast that we were on. Well, we did the Fit to Fat to Fit with Drew Manning. And Drew's a really interesting guy, and he does things many ways very similar to us. But he And he has an incredible book with a lot of sense of humor with it and how to get well. So please listen to this and give us your feedback. And this is about using affordable lab work to eliminate toxins and increase nutrient density. Enjoy. Hey, hey, everyone. It's me, Drew, from FitToFatToFit.com, and I'm super excited that you're here tuning in to my podcast called the Fit to Fat to Fit Experience Podcast on iTunes. For those of you who are new, who have not listened to my past 116 episodes, definitely go back and, and listen to some of them. I've had some great people on, have some great interviews. Uh, you'll learn that I'm an open book. I share a lot of personal stuff on my podcast. Um, just a little bit of history about me. Most people know me from my Fit to Fat to Fit journey that I did back in 2011, 2012, where I was that crazy trainer that gained 75 pounds on purpose and then lost it again in, in, in six months and learned a lot of valuable lessons um, along the way. I was very humbled. I wrote a book about it. The book became a New York Times bestseller. Uh, there's now a TV show, uh, which is coming out soon. Season two is. Uh, season one aired on A&E. And uh, there's 10 episodes that you can find online. Those are all on demand. Season 2 is coming out, get this, January 8th, 2018. So mark your calendars, which is very soon. January 8th, 2018 is when Season 2 airs. And I definitely would uh, love for you guys to check it out to see other trainers go through what I went through. And I coach them through that process, through that journey of gaining the weight and then losing the weight with their clients so that they can learn more empathy, more respect, and a better understanding because that's what I learned from my experience and that's kind of what my whole brand is based around is having more empathy for those that struggle with transformation. And so that's me in a nutshell. I have a podcast that's been going for over two years now and I love interviewing awesome people. Today, this episode is 117 and I have the honor of interviewing a couple from Texas, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, and they are from Texas, so they have a thick accent, which I love, uh, but also uh, they have a long history of helping people achieve their, their health goals, and they utilize uh, extensive but low-cost lab work, so you're, you're going to want to pay attention to this if you are interested in getting lab work done. Uh, Dr. Stephen Lewis and his wife Janet will explain how they make these um, these, this blood work affordable to you guys. Um, just a little bit about them. Um, Dr. Uh, Janet Lewis, she's a certified natural health consultant, and she has a very unique perspective on alternative and complementary nutrition from studying with numerous national leading alternative health experts. And then um, they have a company called uh, Pro Health IQ, and um, they have there's links to all of their websites and stuff like this. But um, they treat patients with natural compounds and verify the results with pre and post lab tests and um, you'll definitely want to pay attention to this episode if you have any thyroid issues or any hormone issues uh, which could be stalling your weight loss and we go into all the specifics of things that you can do to overcome these issues that so many of us have. So before we jump into the episode though, quick shout out to our show sponsors, KetoFridge.com. KetoFridge is a pre-made keto meal prep company that sends you pre-made keto meals to your door. They're frozen, they're already pre-cooked. All you gotta do is warm them up in the microwave on the stovetop, and they have things like 
pizzas and meatballs and um, salmon and sometimes they have kangaroo meat and alligator meat <laughs> uh, buffalo meat they have pulled pork so many different uh, varieties you have, you'll see on their website you have a wide variety of options if you use my code fit to fat to fit you'll get 20% off your first order it's definitely worth ordering at least a week's worth you know maybe just like one meal a day that's kind of how I use it is is if I'm busy and I'm working or if I'm traveling it's easy just to take this with you and heat it up on the go and so it makes eat, uh, living a keto lifestyle very easy and convenient so go to ketofridge.com use the code fit to fat to fit for 20% off your first order all right let's jump into the episode with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis All right, Dr. Steven and Janet Lewis, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? We're great. Thank you for having us. Uh, super excited to have both of you on. Um, really quick, if you guys don't mind, just maybe introducing yourselves to my audience so that people that might not know who you are can get a feel for you know who you are, your, your background a little bit, and kind of what led you to where you are today. Well, uh, I'm Steven Lewis. I was trained as a chiropractor, although I always had a, a maybe overly curious uh, idea about, well, what's missing in nutrition? It's not just nerve supply and, and uh, structure and function. So I always practiced a lot of nutrition. Uh, <clears throat> and then Janet got very successful with nutrition on her own right. So we decided after a while, well, the best thing we can do is do blood work and we can do it very, very inexpensively and uh, can do it in 47 states out of 50. So that's a pretty big deal. And by the blood work, people that have lost their hope can, yeah, I can say, well, it's this and this and this, and that leads to that. You know, I think we'll talk about thyroid today, but it's like, well, I'll just as soon talk about GI function because that's thyroid. It's it's like, <laughs> to boil it down, it's too many toxins and not enough nutrients for you to work correctly and We've just seen miracles when people have lost their hope, and it's like it's it's awesome. And I know you have in you know your endeavors too. Yeah, love your book, so it just feels good to help people. Yeah, thank you. And Janet, what about you? Mine comes from real life experience. You know, Doctor Lewis is obviously the brains in the group, and mine's a, a physical experiences of having a hysterectomy at age thirty five. Wow! So um, we started looking for alternative ways to gain health because what they gave you afterward was not health um, and because of the low cost lab we're able to take the guesswork out of the nutrition and then um, come up with the correct vitamins or minerals that will actually move the lab values and by doing that I did that to myself and regained my health and um, helped tons of other women and people that are going through similar circumstances to uh, avoid the pitfalls of the years of I had no no hope. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, I love that. And isn't it interesting when we have our own powerful experiences like that that really kind of change our course in life? And and if you for some people if they don't have those powerful experiences yet, it doesn't. Sometimes they don't change until they have that experience, which is good and bad in certain ways, right? So you know, you having that experience definitely caused you to make a change in your life. Um, if you don't mind, could you talk a little bit about the hysterectomy and, and what your views are on, are, are on that now that you've experienced that? And, you know, what would you advise women that, you know, maybe have to have that and, and ways to recover from it in a healthy way? Well, knowing now what I, I know, which I hate to say, 
hate to say my age, but it's been a few years since I've had that happen. Like two or three years, right? Yeah, yeah two or three. That's, oh, you're, you're such a brilliant man. It, it literally took me two or three to figure this all out before I, we got good at it. Um, basically, I didn't realize that when girls are a very young age and they're, they start having menstrual cycles, if they have heavy cycles um, you know, or lots of painful periods, then they are already at a point of where there's probably the the bad estrogens, the um, the estrogen mimicking chemicals and that kind of thing that have taken over in the body. Um, if I had known that then, I would have never gotten on birth control pills, which, you know, almost all the young people do to not mm-hmm. have kids. I do not have a good answer to not do that, but <laughs> uh, but it leads to having more of an imbalanced um, estrogen problem. And I guess uh, being on that for about 10 years and then, um, like I said, with the heavy cycles at that, at that point, I was like, just get rid of it. I, I don't want this anymore. Just what have you got to do? Having no clue that the outcome on the other side would be, um, horrific. Yeah. And, um, the first thing they do after you've had a, a hysterectomy is they, uh, tried to put you on some more estrogen of some sort. Wow. And um, because of that, I gained a bunch of weight. I was depressed. I literally would tell my husband, you know, just go in the store and buy the food and things because I just can't get out of the car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was it was horrific. And um, that's what started us on a quest for nutrition and figuring out what would help me. And uh, be- because of the lab, I realized I had a thyroid problem, which was from bad estrogens that were suppressing my thyroid. Yeah. So um, getting that back optimal within about a year, I went back down to the size I was before the hysterectomy and actually lost a little bit more and got my joy back, which was the big thing for my husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now when she said she had a thyroid problem, it was still within normal limits. And I have to tell people, well, these reference ranges on your labs represent 95% of all Americans. And if you look around, most of us aren't healthy. So. Mm-hmm. When the doctor tells you it's normal, that's not true, it, <laughs> but not normal or optimal. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think that's the key word is optimal, right? So, yeah, it's okay to be in the, or, you know, doctors will say it's okay to be in the normal range, but that does not mean that it's optimal or, you know, and so I, I like that you, you talked about that. Um, it's really interesting you guys bring up this estrogen um, issue because I had a um, a doctor on on my podcast, and he wrote a book called Estro Generation, and uh, talking about you know, the the high estrogen levels in both men and women nowadays from right. you know synthetic um, uh, things in our environment environment, whether it's birth control or whether it's the plastics we use or whether it's the things we put on our skin and our hair and we ingest, um, and how such a, how it's created such a huge imbalance with estrogen. Um, right. Other than the birth control, what else have you guys seen affect people's estrogen levels? Well, like you say, the plastics and the pesticides, you're you're getting uh, fire retardants out of some of your clothes, but certainly out of your pillow and your mattress every night. They mimic estrogen. Candles. Yeah. Wow. The scented candles. We have people that will clean their floors with um, cleansers that are not natural, and then they walk barefoot across the floor, and mm-hmm. it goes through the soles of their feet. Or they can even smell it, and, you know, just brand new carpet, you know, it outgasses bad things that mimic estrogen. It'll outgas that for years and years, so 
Yeah. Uh, you, you can't avoid it. Uh, you know, even our polar bears have osteoporosis and thyroid problems, and we don't spray anything up there. And we're, you know, we banned DDT in America, I think it was 1974 or something like that. Yeah. But we're still getting DDT that's coming from Africa where they're spraying for uh, trying to kill enough mosquitoes to drop the instance of malaria, but it's coming through the jet stream. So, well, you know, it's, it's kind of a polluted world. And yet our nutrient level... And all these foods have gone down so much. Even in my lifetime, it's yeah. gone down quite a bit. And so you don't have enough nutrients to detoxify. So, yeah. One of the big things we always recommend to detoxify from that is something called diendol methane or DIM um, because it goes back in and gobbles up the bad estrogens. Mm-hmm. And Can you for, talk about for, that and what that is and how you take that? Yeah, it's like truckload amounts of cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower in little pills. You you can't eat enough of it to to make a dent as as much as in these pills. Um, but basically, on a woman, when they start becoming bad estrogen dominant, they start getting thicker through their backs. Mm-hmm. I always make sure I tell them it's the back, not the front. Uh, <laughs> it could be that too. <laughs> but but their shirts don't fit like they used to. Um, and then another sign is that it'll go around the hips. They'll be bigger in the hips. So when you start taking DIM or diendol methane, it goes in and gobbles up those bad estrogens and gets the women's shape back to the way it was when they were young. Uh, that's also a huge contributing factor to the low T or low testosterone all us men have. And yeah. For example, men have half the sperm count versus 50 years ago. But, you know, men... It's real common to have it on the very, very low end if you're even in the reference range. Yeah. So, you know, you just you have to actively do something about it. You you know, you said something in your book that said nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Yes. Amen. But, you, (laughs) you know, I think one of the biggest issues is. People have to have enough self-love and they have to have patience because we've become an instant society. They have to have the patience and the faith to get on the right track and be persistent and stay there because we see evidence of what happens when somebody gets on a good nutritional program and how it affects them 10, 20, 30 years later versus people that don't and then not only die early but have a miserable life in between. So. You know, it's definitely something that a person has the capability and has the power to change. You just Mm -hmm. need a good leader and, you know, have to have that faith and patience to go with it. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. And, um, you know, I think that's the problem with a lot of people, especially here in America. We have such a, uh, you know, we're obsessed with that diet mentality of, okay, what's the quickest way to lose the most amount of weight with the least least amount of effort, (laughs) right? We all are looking for that magic pill that we can just take that will supplement you know or replace uh hard work uh which is really what it comes down to changing your lifestyle which is really hard because it's so easy society is set up backwards where it's so easy to live a sedentary lifestyle with all right. the food you want on demand and you know download an app for whatever you want nowadays and, and you know wi-fi and it's all instant but when it comes to a lifestyle change it takes time and to heal your body people want instant results and they are so focused on the outward appearance you know their weight when in reality, their health is so much more than what their weight is, right? Um, weight loss doesn't equate to health in, in, in most or in, in some situations. I know a lot of people think if I just, you know, eat less and work out more, that's going to help me lose weight. But that doesn't always equate to health. So if we can get people to focus on health first, healthy habits, and uh, focus on the process instead of the results or the, the end result, 
then I think we'll be a lot happier with, okay, we understand that this is going to be a lifestyle change. We're in for the long haul. Um, so we're on the same team here. You know, we're all trying to <laughs> teach this to people because we understand it, but <clears throat> it takes some people some, uh, you know, changing their perception of what food is and how it works inside of our bodies instead of just uh, weight loss or weight gain. Um, and time. Well, I yeah. always tell people it, you know, it takes nine months to make a baby. It takes a minimum of three months for your body to make changes. With, Just to begin right. physiological changes. And right. Exercise is very, very important. And I'm not a big exercise buff. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, we hit the nutrition hard and heavy. We're about to get something on our website. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that can help people lose weight relatively inexpensive. and uh, But still, we tell people that it doesn't cover everything. But, yeah. you know, we, we hit nutrition. And sometimes people say, but I want to exercise, exercise. I said, well, I just ran your CRP. That's your chance of heart attack and stroke that the Cleveland Clinic says is like times more important than your cholesterol numbers and yep. your CRP is high, so you really shouldn't exercise uh, beyond mild with a high CRP. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a lot of factors that you have to plug into the equation. And again, I go back to: can you love yourself enough to, you know, be motivated to stick with it and, uh, you know, get get back into the spiritual, the mental realm of health? But you're right; weight loss does not always equate good health. Yeah. Um, you guys both took a trip to China to study medicine. Um, can you guys explain or, or you know, explain the purpose of that, what that was like, and uh, what you know di- the differences in Chinese medicine versus Western medicine? <laughs> There's a lot of difference. <laughs> uh, I love our Western medicine here uh, as far as uh, accidents and trauma and, and disease care. But in traditional Chinese medicine, they, they're more into, well, let's prevent it. It's so much easier and less expensive to prevent it than it is to wait until it's a catastrophe and jump on it and do something heroic. Uh, you know, it was a lot of herbal medicine, and we went to the world's oldest herbal uh, a pharmacy, so to speak. They had some pretty interesting things like coiled, coiled up snakes that were freeze dried and toads on a stick looked like a popsicle and pearls. And they, they use all sorts of things. And we got the opportunity to go through Beijing Teaching Hospital for traditional Chinese medicine. Of course, me being a chiropractor, I go past some of the rooms where they had instructors teaching. It's like, oh, golly, get out of the way. I need to adjust that person. But yeah. I'm about 99% into nutrition now but uh you know they 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 go on the theories of well it's colder it's hot it's wet or it's dry and and that's one of their the main premise and if you have a dry condition you need to give herbs that will you know increase the wetness or if it's cold to increase heat and they're really pretty gave us an really incredible perception that's different than anything we had ever learned here. I, I think the main thing I noticed is that everyone over there is thin. Mm-hmm. And, and in America, we get so conditioned to seeing other people that are overweight that we assume that that's normal. Mm-hmm. And we assume that, well, we don't need to do anything about it. Everybody around me looks the same. Yeah. But you go to another country like that and you see that oh, wow, you know, I'm not a big person, but I was the biggest person over there. Uh, and they're also walking, they're they're exercising, they're riding bikes. Um, we saw the same thing in Europe when we uh, had an opportunity to see a little bit of that. So, 
you know, they, they were more active and they were more laid back. They weren't stressed. They didn't get into the consumerism. And, you know, you being in Salt Lake City, you know, I hope I say this correctly, but do you know uh, Utah has the lowest use of antidepressants of any state in the nation? But because, generally speaking, the, the Mormons do less uh, well, you know, they don't do the drugs, caffeine and things like that, alcohol. But Utah, even though you have much less antidepressant use, you also have the highest use of candy or sugar consumption. Hey, everyone. If you are living a ketogenic lifestyle and you miss your alcohol because some alcohol can kick you out of ketosis, then you got to check out dryfarmwines.com. This is the only keto-friendly wine out there that exists with zero sugar, it's a lower alcohol content, it won't knock you out of ketosis, it's all organic, no preservatives, no synthetics added to it, the wine tastes delicious, I know the owner personally, this wine is endorsed by people like Mark Sisson and Rob Wolf and people in the paleo community and people in the keto community because we want healthier forms of wine and to be able to stay in ketosis and drink this wine is amazing because most alcohol isn't labeled so you don't know if they're adding sugar to it you can trust my friends over at dry farm wines though and if you use the code fit to fat to fit so if you go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash fit to fat to fit you will receive a one cent bottle with your order so almost a free bottle but they had to add the one cent in there just to be you know comply with with the law so check them out dryfarmwines.com forward slash fit to fat to fit also if you're looking for great workout clothes this holiday season for you or for a loved one go check out highlete.com and use the code fit to fat to fit for 40% off your order. This stuff is comparable to Lululemon, but better designed in my opinion. And they have clothes for men and for women. Their shorts are amazing. Um, their pants are amazing. Uh, I love their designs with their uh, new quad blend Henleys and polos, and they have dressier clothes as well. Um, but like I said, way more affordable than Lululemon, especially if you use my code fit to fat to fit for 40% off. So go check out highleet.com. I've actually heard of that, and I believe that to be true. Um, I grew up in the in the Mormon Church, and there was always um, soda and, and cookies at, at every meal, um, every get together. So it's part it's part it's become part of the culture. But I think now people are starting to realize, hopefully, that sugar, you know, is just as bad as as any of these other drugs that you know that they try and stay away from. And so. Um, yeah, I think it's slowly starting to change, but unfortunately, when it's, when it's part of the culture, it's hard to change that overnight, you know? Right. And, and you know, that's the thing. People say, well, I've been eating this f- food for years, and it's like, well, now it's genetically modified, and it's grown on uh, soil that's been depleted of its minerals at least since 1936. There was a Senate document back in 1936, and I think it goes uh, before that. So, you know, there's this uh, crazy meme on Facebook that says, well, why all of a sudden you've been eating wheat for hundreds of years and all of a sudden you have a gluten intolerance and they're making fun of people that have a gluten problem. But the way we fertilize our uh, crops with the NPK actually causes these plants to grow more protein. And people say, oh, protein, that's a good thing. 
No, the protein is gluten. And we yeah. have like four to 40 times more gluten in our wheat than we had even back when I graduated high school. So gluten can be a real issue, mess up the GI flora and, and the ability to absorb what few nutrients are in the food. And then that's why a lot of these um, autoimmune diseases are showing up, which would be for the thyroid Hashimoto's. So it, it really is your food, what you put in, you know, you have to have enough nutrient value. And that's one reason we keep craving it. Just there's not enough nutrition. So we're craving more and more volume because there's less and less nutrition in that volume. Yeah. Yeah. So, I always tell people we're overfed and undernourished. And that's exactly. the obesity problem that we're having is, you know, uh, it's not a lack of calories. <laughs> it's a lack of nutrients. <laughs> uh, let's talk about <clears throat> nutrition. You guys, nutritional philosophies. <clears throat> excuse me, your nutritional philosophies and how they've, you know, maybe evolved over the years and where you guys are at now with, with what you guys see as um, your nutritional philosophy. Well, one of the hardest things I have uh, with people is they think all supplements are the same. And it's like, that's not even anywhere close to being true. And so I'll ask somebody, do you have a X? And they say, well, yeah. I said, well, is your ex the same quality as your loving spouse you have now? And they said, well, of course not. And I said, well, <laughs> some of those supplements you've taken are just like your ex, you know, harmful to you, much less just mediocre. And there really is a big difference. Um, I just, there's no way you can get it. Oh, let me just tell you a story. This maybe should, I hope, will illustrate sure. the answer. <clears throat> there was this organic farmer that called me a couple of years ago and he said, Dr. Lewis, I've been doing your stuff two years. I feel great. We moved from one state to the next and I had so much energy on your supplements. I got first runner up best organic farm within one year of moving there. And he said, that's quite an accomplishment. He said, but I, I quit taking your stuff three months ago and I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fill in the blanks there. <clears throat> he said, but I eat organic. And I said, did you read the books I told you to read? He says, no. And I said, well, you know, you got to read the books, even though it's organic. You don't know if it's one part per million or 16,000 parts per million of manganese or molybdenum. And we know we're all magnesium deficient. So I sent him one of the books that I'd recommended two years prior. And I said, you know, call me back when you've read this. And he called me back and says, oh, my God. And he started quoting the book. He said, that's depressing. I said, no, it's motivational to take more supplements that you already said worked. He said, but I eat organic. I said, you didn't listen to me. You know, organic is really, really an improvement over conventional, but it's still not necessarily nutrient dense. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit and why that is. Uh, What are some of the, you know, uh, governing factors for, you know, being able to stamp your product organic and what people can get away with? Oh, Lord, I I don't know. I, I always said, well, the burden shouldn't be on the organic farmers. It should be on the conventional farmers. And I treat a lot of uh, farmers that said, yeah, we spray, uh, spray glyphosate on our corn. That's all we raise up here in Iowa. Um, it's supposed to be USDA certified, and that's good. You know, if, if the farm's been, you know, that, I guess, chemical free for a while. Uh, then you've got all kinds of labels, and some of them are like, well, they can afford to do that. I, I just think, you know, find the top two or three or four supplement companies. Uh, you know, try to get organic. A lot of you finally got a totally organic grocery store, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you know a lot more about that than I do. 
Uh, well, you know, I've heard that certain states are are more strict versus less strict on you know what is certified as organic. You know, like you were talking about parts per million, and uh, some states are a little bit more lenient on that. Just because it's organic doesn't mean that it's one hundred percent organic all the time, from what I've heard, <clears throat> and it's not. You know, it doesn't equate to always being healthy. Like organic. Donuts are still <laughs> donuts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, organic sugar is still sugar. Uh, but um, let's also talk a little bit about your guys, you know, your nutrition. Um, for example, Janet, you mentioned how you healed yourself after the hysterectomy with nutrition. In, in what in what ways did was it just a lot of green smoothies, green juices? Um, what specifically, you know, did you do? And you know, a little bit more on your guys, uh, what you guys coach people on as far as nutrition goes. Well, I look back on everything now of, of where I was to start with. You know, yeah, I, Dr. Lewis talks about everything begins in the gut, and I don't really think we've touched on that yet, but we'll explain why now. Um, it, I told you I had a thyroid problem. Well, thyroid mm-hmm. controls digestion. It controls all kind of things in the body. But um, the big one was that uh, not going to the bathroom like you should as many times a day as you eat a meal. Um, for me, that started as a kid. I didn't know I was supposed to be going every time I ate a meal. I was doing good to go once every two or three days. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that went on for years. But that was the beginning of having a health problem because I tell people there is, it's, a, it's a train story. And they remember me for it. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but they see my face when they're in the bathroom. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> basically, if you have three trains that come through a tunnel, how many would you expect to see come out on the other side? Three. So, Right. So I tell people that's like meals you eat. If you're eating three meals per day, you should be see, seeing three bowel movements. And they're like, well, I've never done that. Well, just because you've never done it doesn't mean it's not normal. It just means you're you're not healthy. And that's probably the biggest, biggest step that I've had and what we help people with here is getting uh, colon or bowel function better. And we do it with digestive enzymes because a lot of people have bloating, gas, belching. That's a sign of you got poor, poor digestion. Um, we give enzymes, and that's not a probiotic. A lot of people think that's the same thing. Um, that's a completely different thing. The yeah. digestive enzymes help break down the food so that you can absorb what you're having. And then we put them on a, a high amount of probiotics, good probiotics that are good bacteria in the gut to help flow, help things go better. And it's amazing just having good bowel movements will help your organs, because when that doesn't come through, all of that starts uh, leaching out to organ health and making them not function like they're supposed to. It makes you depressed. On, yeah, people go on a detox and think they're healthy, and it's like, well, if you're not going to the bathroom having two or three bowel movements a day, you're not detoxing. I don't care what you're putting in. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it, it goes back to the liver. The liver actually takes these bad estrogens, twists them around, and puts them in a different, more safe form, and then it's excreted through the bowel. But if you have a belly full of bad bacteria or yeast and, you know, candida, those books were written 30 or 40 years ago. Uh, Then they take these safe estrogens, twist them around into the bad estrogens. It's reabsorbed because you're not having bowel movements, goes back through the small intestine and the colon wall. And this is what leads to sex organ cancer. And, you know, Mm. I'm not talking off the top of my head. This comes from 
Letters of Applied Microbiology, Journal of the American Medical Association, Reproductive Medicine, they all say the same thing. So it's very important gut health, and it has everything to do with the thyroid, or since the thyroid affects your heart, your stomach, your lungs, your small intestine, your colon, does which one starts the process, good or bad? It's like, hit them all. <laughs> You'll break yeah. the cycle, it'll be better. Yeah. Oh, and I appreciate you guys talking about that. And I'm a big believer in gut health as well. Um, I, I believe there's companies nowadays that can actually test your micro gut biome and tell you uh, exactly what, what the issues are and, and how to fix it. So I think we're moving towards that direction now. Um, it's not mainstream yet. And it's, um, but I think, you know, you know, there's, there's so much more information on it now uh, than there used to be. And now they're even linking things like depression and anxiety to your gut health which we used to think were in diseases of the brain, you know, people with serious depression. And that's why we're trying to give them, you know, these uh, antidepressants. <laughs> but now we're figuring out that it actually has to do with uh, your, your, um, your gut flora, which is really interesting because it's, it blows people's minds. But I, it makes sense now that um, you learn the science about it. And so, um, yeah, you guys mentioned that it starts with your, your gut health. So other than digestive enzymes and probiotics, what else can people do to heal their gut? Is it changing up the foods they're eating? And if so, what foods specifically should they be eating for optimal gut health? Organic fruits and vegetables. You, and people people juice and throw away the fiber. It's like, for goodness sake, don't throw away the fiber because that's what feeds and helps establish the uh, microbiomes or, or, or the micro. Uh, you know the probiotics that yeah. that create the expression of your genes itself, uh, and and shakes and smoothies are good. You know we're doing that with uh, for the weight loss with the canary seed, and you know mix it with certain powders. And I know in your book you mentioned different uh, shakes, and it's like yeah, I like the combination that you put in there. <laughs> you know you you've been given all the answer, or you've given people so many of the answers, and it's like. You know, how to keep them on uh, the right program in the right direction. You know, I don't I don't know, but we try real hard to communicate uh, and tell people how much they mean, you know, how much they can improve their family's health and, you know, just be a good influence to their family, to where they work, to society in general. Uh, so far as the foods, um, <clears throat> I treat them very large amount of vegans i personally could never be a vegan but uh, it's a lot harder to be healthy if you're vegan uh but i think in america we eat too much meat and not enough vegetables yeah. that being said heavy on the vegetables and and fruits if you don't have a blood sugar issue gotcha no i think that's um that's good advice i think you're talking about the um my spinach shake recipe which is really popular that people still yeah. love it's it's a great combination it tastes really good and yeah. it's a great way to get in a ton of spinach or kale, whichever you decide to use. Some more greens, you know, um, you got to find, you know, uh, ways to get it in without it being boring or bland. And so I think <laughs> with, with Pinterest nowadays and social media, and you know, uh, getting creative with recipes so that it's not always boring or bland. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, right. Yeah. Let's talk about blood work. If you guys have mentioned that a couple times now, uh, you guys uh, are talking about making it affordable because I know... A lot of people just put it off and they don't really do their blood work. And I've done this in the past as well, where I've gone years between getting my blood work done. But, you know, if you're getting your, I tell people, if you're getting your oil changed more often than you're getting your blood work, you have an issue. 
<laughs> you need to stay on top of that. So let's talk about the importance of it and how do you guys make it affordable? Well, yeah, I, I like that analogy. I'm going to steal it from you and use Go it. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, we just cut it down to just cheap, cheap, cheap. And I tell people, you know, I'm not going to play with the, the insurance companies. If you go through your regular doctor and get the same amount of blood work, which I've actually never seen happen because they have restraints from the insurance companies. Um, Basically, when you go to your doctor, they're only allowed to run what the insurance company will cover. And and that's generally one to three panels of lab from what we've seen most people come in with. Um, because we don't do insurance and play their games, we uh, run anything we want. And um, our panels, our, our favorite panel is a comprehensive panel. It includes 12 different lab panels. And people are like, I've never had that much lab in my whole life. Right. Well, we don't like to guess, and that's why we run the extra panels, because there's so many times when we've seen somebody have just a basic panel, and it looks like they're fine in the CBC. They always get a CBC showing their immune system and blood cell, uh, red blood cells and that kind of thing. But if you run a stored iron many times, they're anemic or they have too much iron, and no one ever knows that. And um, the, having too much iron is something called hemochromatosis. It's hereditary, and it's kind of like a gate having a rusty hinge. You just rust out. Um, it's very hard on your liver, and you generally die from a heart attack or stroke because your blood's too thick. Um, but they never know that because it's never a panel that's picked up. But there's more functional medicine doctors that are beginning to do more and more mm-hmm. of this. Um, and, and, you know, I like to add the hormones because the over estrogen, you know, that's why all us guys, you know, have low T and, you know, why little girls develop uh, breast and menstrual cycle many years before they should. So I really do like to see the hormones and, and the ratio between progesterone and estradiol and what their DHEA is doing. Um, five parts of the thyroid, not just the TSH. You know, we briefly hit on that. The TSH right. is something that you'll see your doctor run. That's the uh, thyroid stimulating hormone. That's actually not your thyroid function at all. That's your brain giving a signal. Um, we run free T3 because we want to see, well, what's really happening with that thyroid. And because that TSH is in such a large range, they can be anywhere in that range and they'll tell you you're just fine. So uh, with the free T3, we're able to actually pinpoint and and give them the exact amount of thyroid they need. Um, and it's natural things that your body yes. can work with to, to offset the chlorine, the fluorine, and the bromine that's uh, taking the receptor sites of the iodine. And you need you know you need zinc and selenium and tyrosine, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but sometimes you have to put a lot of it in there to kind of offset the chlorine you're getting out of the water or the or the fluoride, you know, that kind of thing. And we, we use the real absorbable minerals, you know, that's in Albion, you know, the good minerals. And then cortisol levels. People always say they're stressed. Okay, which way are you stressed? Which which cortisol product do you need? Do you need some help building your adrenals or, or are your adrenals running too fast and they need to be slowed down? You don't know that without seeing it on lab because they feel the same way. So that way you don't guess at which which product to give someone. Um, I think our big one is probably blood sugar, which is, uh, you know, people always run glucose. That's what the doctor runs. Well, you can eat a bad meal the night before and that can fluctuate up or down. But uh, 
we run a three month blood sugar. So, and we get them in here all the time that go, Oh, I ate, I ate really bad the night before I had that lab done. I was like, Well, it looks like you've been eating bad for the last three months because that's what this, this test is. <laughs> and, uh, we, we get that optimal because unfortunately, as, as America gets sicker and fatter as a nation, um, they're actually changing the values on the lab to allow you to be a little bit more diabetic where, uh, you were called a diabetic at a certain number. Now they've decided, oh, you're not anymore. We'll, we'll push that up a little bit. You're not a diabetic at all because no. they don't have to pay for it if you're not one. Yeah, the yeah. reference range has really changed depending on what's going going on in society. And, and you know, we've been on other podcasts, too, that the uh, podcast hosts would say, hey, can you come back and uh, analyze my blood work over uh, you know, the podcast, and it's like, well, that's gotten to be very, very popular. Even one guy out of Barcelona, Spain, asked us to do that. And I said, well, you have to convert it from Spanish to English. <laughs> and he did that. that. Okay. It, was real, it was real popular. Uh, we get lab work from Poland, uh, uh, England. Uh, got one from Germany the other day. He's like, oh, my goodness, I can't speak German. But uh, it, it's functional medicine's beginning to grow, and I just tell people, you know, don't judge out of your head. Judge out of your heart, your spirit, your intuition. Find somebody that knows what it takes to have your body function at optimal and then go with that. And it's working real, real well. Mm-hmm. So how do people do the blood work? Do they go to a local lab in their in their city and then the, that lab sends you the results or for those specific tests or how does it work exactly? Well, we're pretty excited about it. We actually just got the lab on our website where people could order it directly. Okay. Uh, what we've done, uh, we've, we've put it on the website, and the featured lab panels are the ones that Dr. Lewis recommends. They all come with his consultation. He talks to them at no charge, and we go over all the panels. They get a, a functional medicine report. They get a supplement schedule of how to take it and what to take. And the lab itself, when you go to look on on the website, it'll you just select your state or where you live, and it will tell you all the labs that are close to you. Mm. We use um, Quest Diagnostics, so um, there's usually one close, pretty relatively close to where you live, and then basically you go to that draw station, they draw it, the results come back to us, and we know you've gone because we get the final results, and then we just go over it over the phone with them. Cool. And so people pay you and you guys pay the lab, right, to do that? Actually, you pay right there. You pay the lab online. Okay, you pay the lab online. Yeah, and they can they can use their health savings cards because that is something that, um, you know, the I guess they're allowed to use to pay for their health care. So that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Okay. No, I just want to make sure uh, people kind of understand the process of, of how to do it. Because I, I think the problem with with drawing blood is people hate the inconvenience of going to the doctor, you know, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting in line or whatever and taking forever, you know, and then they get the results back and then they don't know how to interpret it. And sometimes their doctor, like you guys said, um, it will say, oh, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. Let's go through it really quick. And, oh, this is bad. You know, try and change this or here's a prescription for that. Right. So I think that's where people get frustrated. Whereas, you, like you said, more functional medicine is starting to uh, make that a, a normal trend of, OK, we're going to do, you know, different labs and we're going to actually sit down and talk about, you know, what is optimal instead of just, you know, if you're not in the normal range. 
Right. And, and on the on the website, they do have all of their different kind of lab panels on there. I mean, you can literally run anything you want. That's why we did some featured tests. They all start with GWH that says Green Wisdom Health. And those are all the ones that we recommend. And that's the one Dr. Lewis has the consultation with. I mean, that's just all all together. So you don't have to figure that out on your own. You know, some some people think they want to figure it out on their own. They'd rather Google. So they can do that too <laughs> if they want. But um, we mm-hmm. offer the services as complimentary to go over the findings. We do ask that they do a health survey though, just so we're not interfering with any kind of medications that they're taking. Um, that That's on our website also. We You need to make sure if you buy the lab to fill out the health survey so that we can match up what you filled out and, and don't interfere with that because we never take someone off their medicine. And, you know, there's certain supplements you should not take if you're on certain uh, medications. But, you know, for example, if you're on Prozac because you have a Prozac deficiency and got depressed, I, I know that, well, that's going to take, that's going to put more fluoride into your system, which is going to, you know, hurt your thyroid even more. So I have to kind of overcompensate by putting in more zinc and selenium. But, you know, that was said sort of tongue in cheek. But, uh, yeah, we definitely do not mess with, uh, you know, what your doctors do with the medications. Okay. Now, I think that's really important for people to, to understand that part as well, because I get that all the time. Like, well, what if I'm taking this medication or that medication, right? So I think that's important to have someone like you who can, you know, uh, look at that and say, okay, based on that, you're going to need more of this, more of that, or less of this, less of that. Um, right. And be able to customize it, right, to people's right. specific needs. Um so really quick, you know, before we close here, I want to ask one more thing about you guys were talking about hormones specifically. And, you know, as we all know, there's, you know, synthetic hormones that people can inject and take. Um, I'm assuming you guys are more on the side of natural remedies to fix, you know, low T or thyroid or whatever it is. Is that assumption correct? Yes, that is. Okay. We um, Yes, we have one of those on every corner of people getting injections. Um, basically when we run their lab and they've been on that type of, uh, therapy, they still have the same problem. They're, they're bound up with bad estrogens. And so now there's a quick way for people to, to get a burst of energy and feel great. And they do for about six months. That's, uh, generally what we see. It's, um, they go in and get these injections. It puts it all out their bloodstream they come in with incredibly high testosterone um stuff the body's probably never seen before which usually makes them pretty mean but it also increases your risk of uh, stroke and heart attack according to the journal of the american medical association so that's uh, and that's what happens when we run their risk of heart attack or stroke they're usually every one of them a high risk of heart attack or stroke we've seen that and some of them live over their heart attack and some don't uh but you know i I have this bad joke i said well you may die you know having sex like you won't but you may die sooner than you would like so be very wise and judicious in your use of it. So, yeah, with, natu- with natural medicine, we have things that do help it. It, it, and out, and we're not going to tell you that. Hey, there's a magic bullet out there. It's going to yeah. jack it up way high like their synthetic stuff does. That's not true. But the bigger picture is, is having it unbound. You know, when we run testosterone, we we run free and weekly bound. So we're not only seeing the number, but we're seeing the percentage you have available. So when you we get these labs in and this testosterone's incredibly high, they still don't have a number that they can use a, a percentage wise. 
So it's out in their bloodstream. They feel wonderful, but they're still not assimilating it. Um, so, so ours is about unbinding it and making it usable again. And we do have products that do that. Your, your own testosterone, making it usable again. Right. Awesome. No, well, I want to talk about some natural remedies that maybe you guys would prescribe to people with, you know, thyroid issues or hormone or uh, testosterone or estrogen or other hormones that, that are most common, commonly, um, uh, an issue for, for people and, you know, maybe some natural remedies that you guys would uh, recommend or suggest for them. Yeah. I mean, I know it all depends on their levels and, and things like that, but, but, you know, like for example, testosterone, you mentioned you put on, on you would give them something that's not synthetic. Yeah. It would help boost natural production. Right. Oh. The thing we, we, the product we use is something called Testoplex. It's a, it's a product made by Zymogen's Testoplex plus Zymogen is very, um, you won't find it on the internet because they they want to make sure that a doctor has given that to a patient. Even on our website, you have to actually create an account to see that product because they won't put it for sale because their stuff is that strong. And, and you know, it has something in it called Shilajit, which is uh, out of the Himalayan in the Tibetan mountains. And it's when the mountains involuted, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of years ago. It's a biomass that actually is excreted back through the uh, cracks. And they noticed that the monkeys were coming by and, and eating this. And in that cold environment, they noticed the monkeys had an uh, incredibly long and healthy life in spite of the harsh environment. So they started studying this Shilajit and it works real, real well. And there's, we do have other things. I'm a big fan of glandulars uh, and, you know, maca. But y'all be careful. Maca has to be a good quality maca. I think the big thing, too, is the precursor to make the hormones like DHEA. And that's usually way overlooked. And, and that's out of your overworked adrenal glands. And I, I tell people it's like a broken record. Yeah, DHEA is a precursor to making all your hormones, but it also has over 150 different repair mechanism responsibilities to take care of your brain and your body and repair that. Uh, and it also higher levels, and you make less as you get older because you have more toxins in you. Uh, higher levels actually reverses immune system suppression, gives you greater resistance to viruses, yeast, fungus, and food allergies and cancer. So but getting don't, your DHEA. But don't go out and just start taking higher levels of DHEA because people true. do yeah. that. And, 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 and then it's like, oh, my Lord, you're burning up your glands. Uh, <laughs> they, they really need to be monitored with lab to see you know where their levels are and some people absorb easily so they don't need a lot we always start people on 10 milligrams that's generally safe but guys tend to go oh 10's good let's try a couple of 50s now we we know you've never done that but you know i've been guilty once or twice of saying well if a little bit's good more's better you know it's yeah (laughs) time to time yeah Yeah. unfortunately that's kind of uh, some people's mentality when it comes to a lot of medicine or supplements uh (laughs) so no that's good advice um Okay, so since we're running out of time, just really quick, where can people, you know, find out more about you guys, your labs, um, your website to learn more about you, and if you guys are, are on social media, uh, your social media handles? Um, we are available on greenwisdomhealth.com. Um, that is also our, our um, Facebook, uh, Green Wisdom Health Science-Based Nutrition. Um, you can call us. Email me, Janet at GreenWisdomHealth.com. We'll be happy to answer anything you you have, and people do have questions. 
Uh, that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to help make your lives better. I have a Facebook group. Now, keep in mind, I'm old enough. I don't really understand a lot of this technology, but Janet <laughs> created a Facebook group called Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis because I'm real bad about shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a big, long mustache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it when women come in with too much testosterone. I said, you're going to grow a mustache like mine if you don't get that in order. And I said, whoops, Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we own shooting straight with Dr. Lewis. People ask questions, and there are certain things I don't delve into real deeply, but it gives people an opportunity to ask something that's not too personally embarrassing, and other people can kind of grow and learn from that. So it's been very popular. Okay. Well, thank you guys for, for mentioning that. I'm guessing you guys are on Instagram or Snapchat or Anything like that, right? I think we're too old for that. I don't know. Maybe I need to get better at my social media. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure there are some people that, uh, you know, I'm on all the social media platforms, Just, but it's a, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, and it's it's almost like too much, in my opinion, but it, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, my son, but, my son sends me those disappearing pictures on Snapchat, and I'm like, what is up with this? So I just haven't delved into yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is really funny. Um, well, thank you guys so much for, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate what you guys do to, um, you know, uh, help people with not just their physical health, but also mental, emotional, and spiritual as well, because I know that's what you guys are about. Yes. So I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank right. you. you know, thank I you pre- for what you do. Yeah, I appreciate what you do, and your book is absolutely fabulous. I hope more people buy it. It, it's, it was incredible. So, you know, you, All right. you've got it going on yourself. <laughs> well, thank you, and and I'm assuming you guys aren't interested in doing a fit to fat to fit journey for uh, for my TV show, right? <laughs> you guys wouldn't be interested in that, right? Um, I don't have, but about maybe five six pounds to lose. <laughs> do I have to be more? How, how fat or fit do you have to be? <laughs> no, for the TV show, so you have to do what I did for the TV show. You have to gain the weight like I did for four months. Uh. You see, no exercise. You're eating a, a junk food diet, and then. Uh, the next four months, you, you have to lose the weight. It's not fun. It's not easy. It's way harder than people think. It's very humbling. Uh, it's life-changing, but it gives you a new perspective of kind of what your clients go through. Uh, it's not – I was totally joking about <laughs> asking you guys about it because ninety <laughs> 99% of people say no uh, because they know exactly how hard it would be to – lose their health for a short period of time. I think I did that at 35. I don't really want to <laughs> yeah. go through it again, but thank you. Yeah, you, you know what, that, what that's like. And actually, I was remembering you were saying you didn't want to go to the grocery store. That was me when I was overweight during my Fit to Fat to Fit journey because, you know, when you when your body changes into something you don't recognize, you kind of lose your identity for a little bit. Yes. And so I went through that same thing, but in a different, you know, mine was on purpose. So yes, totally different situation, but same kind of effect. I understand. (laughs) Well, once again, thank you too, uh, for coming on. I appreciate it. And you guys, uh, we'll talk to you soon in the near future. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in today to the Fit to Fat to Fit Experience podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it with your friends and family. Also, leave us a review on iTunes if you don't mind. And also, if you liked it, uh, I would appreciate a five-star review. The reason is that boosts our rankings. When our rankings are boosted, that means more people see the podcast, which means more people that we can affect and impact uh, with this movement. So... If you don't mind, that would be awesome. Thank you. And also, just tune in every week if you can. Um, the cool thing about podcasts is that you can take it with you on the go when you're driving, when you're doing laundry, when um, you're exercising even. 
those are some great times to listen to podcasts and it's only one episode a week 45 minutes out of your day anyways really appreciate you guys being here and we'll see you guys next week on another great uh, episode on the fit to fit experience podcast